to him who loved us. To him who loved us and washed our sins by his blood, who made us kings and priests to God the Father, to him be all glory and dominion forever and ever, indeed also in our love for one another. That's today's sermon theme, worship theme, in Christ's name. Indeed, I'll share our three-week sermon text in just a minute from, from Ephesians chapter 3. But at the start of each sermon, these three weeks, I show you again this graphic, the three words that summarize our church's mission uh, with a little motto, up, in, out, um, up. We want to connect people with God. In, we want to connect people with uh, other Christians. And out, we want to connect people with the world and uh, those who are yet to be followers of Jesus. And I mentioned last week what I will also mention all three weeks, our ministry staff and lay leaders leaders of our ministry team and, and other church officers in their planning uh, sessions in August um, found a, a little bit of an improvement, perhaps definitely we think a development of up, in, out, making them adverbs with more action and direction, upward, inward, outward. And then from Ephesians chapter 3, we found substance to all three of these movements. Last week we had upward through faith. Today it's inward in love. Next week you'll hear outward with power. And I must mention before we get into it, if you're really sharp, you may have caught that the colors are different on that particular slide this week because they were wrong last <laughs> week. The pastor must have crossed his eyes as I took uh, Laura's graphics and colorized things. I did have the blue correct, but the, the red and the green were inverted inward in love is supposed to be the, 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 the red color, not the green it was last Sunday. And that can get us into it, I believe. I noticed this, I think, uh, maybe Tuesday morning. And I will tell you, initially, it didn't concern me so much. I make lots of mistakes. And even worse, I commit lots of sin. And although I pray never complacent in that sin, indeed repentant over it when it's noticed, I, I don't worry about it, mistakes or sin, um, knowing that it's all covered by the blood of Christ. If I make a bad mistake or even accidentally in my weakness commit a sin and die, I know I'm going to heaven. My salvation is not based on what I do or don't do, and neither is yours. That was last week. Upward, through faith, 
Christ has come down to us with that right relationship we could not achieve and draws us upward as we simply trust in him. It also applies to our relationships now in love, one with another. When I discovered my error last week, of course I mentioned it to the staff and asked them in our Tuesday meeting, did you notice I got the colors wrong? And very graciously, with a smile, two of them who will go unnamed initials, Laura Keegley and Penny Robbins, <laughs> said, yes, pastor, we did. <laughs> they weren't even going to mention it until I did. And knowing the hearts of those two women, especially Laura, who designed some of these graphics, I'm wondering if she even thought Maybe it's my fault, not pastors. I could have mixed it up. That's love. That's love. Being more concerned about the other than yourself. Bearing one another's burdens. Even the blame at times. Let's look at our three-week text from Ephesians chapter 3 in small print with the highlight that comes especially about love, Paul prays for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through Faith, that was last week, upward through faith. But then highlighted in red, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth. You sang that in our opening hymn. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Knowing the gift of a right relationship with Christ, having it by God's grace in Christ that Jesus accomplished it with his perfect life, his perfect death in your place. Now we are rooted and grounded. Those words in Greek mean just what they say. It's the, the word root, reza, firmly planted and, and grounded. You have a foundation in that love. It's height and breadth and length and depth Indeed, that surpasses knowledge. It is almost, indeed, unexplainable, beyond comprehension, how, first of all, God could love us. Just trace through the Bible. Adam and Eve, even after they sinned, God cared for them. Even their son Cain, after he committed murder, God showed care for Abraham and Moses with their stupid sins from time to time. <laughs> David, 
after he committed adultery and murder, God still loved reproof and discipline. God still loved and forgave Peter with his idiotic responses at times. Paul, Saul, killed the followers of Jesus and on and on, God's love, unexplainable, was there for them and for you and for me. That's the movement of our lives. His love for us and ours, one for another. Inward in love is what Trinity Lutheran Church is all about. You'll find this in the handout we place each week in the bulletin. A summary of our Vision 2025 and specific goals for this year. Inward in love is emphasized especially, we pray, by God's grace and power in the, in the proliferation of life groups and huddles, two different things. Life groups, people just hanging together in life, but intentionally looking there to share Christ's love one for another. Huddles, you'll hear more in next week's sermon about them, strategic gatherings of the people of God to pray about and talk about following Jesus out into their worlds. It's emphasized in the resources we provide, indeed, even on Sunday morning in our, our, our growing resource center for families, for people in different life situations from birth and baptism to confirmation, graduation, marriage, children, retirement, death and grief. We are inward towards each other in love although that sounds like a bit of a paradox inward in love because by definition love is always outward right not focused on yourself but on others and indeed if a church herself is only focused inward Studies and experience unfailingly show that church is on its way to death, at least as a congregation. More next week about reaching outward as the ultimate goal of all this. No, our love reaches inward, indeed. Being outward one with another and sacrifice and love. The definition of, of love is sacrifice. In the Bible, the Greek word, maybe one you should know, agape, it's a unique concept in the, in, in the Christian scriptures. Not just brotherly love, humanitarian love, definitely not romantic love, eros. It is unconditional, willful sacrifice for someone, even an enemy. And it's what we do. It describes our relationship, one with another, better than any other word. I knew a man early in my ministry who 
said to me, I go to church for myself. I will say about him, I learned to know that this man was a man full of sacrificial love. He was responding to my call as pastor for people to be friendly <laughs> on Sunday, and he was an old German introvert who didn't really talk much to other people, but he would sacrifice for others. Indeed, we must. I will loosely quote today in the sermon the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, a couple of weeks ago, Dak Prescott talked about some personal issues. His uh, brother committed suicide this past year, and Dak himself shared that uh, with the pandemic and other things changing our, our lives, he started to go into some, some noticeable depression. It may be something he said that runs in his family. And he said, he told someone, he, he reached out for help, and he was sharing this. He was criticized by uh, one sports writer for airing his family's laundry. But, but, but that's the point. Dak Prescott said, and I loosely quote, no one can go it alone, not even the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys with all his fame and fortune. We need one another. And that's where God's power his love for us becomes real. We just had a couple of weeks ago in worship where two or three are gathered together, Jesus said, in my name. When we are together in love, that's where his power is. That's where he is, he said. We are inward, indeed, in love and sacrifice. I do pray when you walk through these doors on Sunday, you're asking, who needs me here today? I will tell you, it's hard for this pastor, if not all pastors. We've, we've got our own agenda and plans for leading the people in worship. And I need to pause and think, Craig, it's not your agenda that matters. It's the needs of others. And indeed, in your daily life with other church activities, as we'll hear next week, in your interactions with people in the world. You're acting in love, indeed in love. Not primarily your love for others, but again, as we started, the love of Christ. Ephesians chapter 3, when it's talking about being rooted and grounded in love, comprehending the breadth and length and height and depth. It's talking about Christ's love there. Every time I read that, I think of Elizabeth Barrett Browning. You know, her sonnets from the Portuguese, Sonnet 43, I had to look that up. How do I love thee to her husband Robert? Robert. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when it is feeling out of sight. That's the only part of it I've memorized. <laughs> I looked it up today and printed it off. That continues when feeling out of sight from the ends of being an ideal grace. We are not at the end of 
of our being with God, his perfect grace and deed. We love with height and depth and breadth because we've got that grace beyond, Paul says here, height and depth. We have the love of Christ. And that's why we can share it with others. Not just in church things, but in our homes. Even more. Studies show, and you may have experiences which validate that those who are not shown healthy love as children struggle to share it then when they raise their families. Those who have been physically or otherwise abused often become abusers as adults. Those who have alcoholics as parents often become alcoholics. But those raised with healthy love. Yes, discipline, that's love. The Bible says God disciplines us because he loves us. With forgiveness and acceptance, they are able to do the same with others. We receive love first from God. John writes many things about love in his first epistle. But he especially says this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a payment for our sins. I quoted at the start of worship. Brothers, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. We have his love to share. The two go hand in hand, uh, upward through faith, our relationship with Christ by his grace and forgiveness, and then inward one with another. Lutherans have been accused of only emphasizing the first, you know, faith. But Martin Luther himself one time said the whole being of a Christian is faith and love. Faith brings a person to God. Love brings the person to people. And not just people, as we emphasize today, in the fellowship of Christ's body. We are upward through faith, inward in love, so that next week we are always outward with power.